bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old man Grognard here. Happy Friday. Finally got to Friday. Approaching Thanksgiving. Oh, goodness. Well, I hope you're all doing well. And I'm doing well. And... Uh, once again, I'm reflecting on, reflecting on my navel as as far as my RPG campaigns go, and creativity. And I'm probably just going to restate the obvious. But if you're hanging in there, maybe we can get something good about out of this. I don't know. I'm I'm recording this, and I've got a Thursday game tonight because I recorded the day before. And he's temp- they're tempting me with running a one-shot. And this is another chance for me to pull out gangbusters and bust it out. And it's like, I got nothing. Because Matt, our GM, has nothing. So it's basically, hey, here's my opportunity. Why don't I take it? Well, I probably could throw something together. But we shall see. I'm sure I could do something, dress it up in as 1920s and just go with it. But I've got to do a little thinking about that. And that's where the creativity comes in. And we'll talk more about that after this. Okay, I have a chance to run a one-shot tonight. Because my main DM, Matt, has nothing. As do I have nothing. I like to... It's, it's, this is another thing where I'm just going to tell you, use what you have... Use what you have, what, use what you know from TV, movies, books, whatever, meeting, media. Uh, I've used stuff off the internet before. Blog posts have given me ideas, things like that. So it's basically one of those open your mind episodes. But I kind of, I always, it's like I come up with these topics and then like 10 episodes down the road, I think, I'm going to talk about this again because I got a great analogy for it. Well, I do have a great analogy. If anybody's ever seen the movie The Usual Suspects, and I warn you right now, there may be spoilers for those of you who have not seen that fine, fine movie. I came to the conclusion that Kaiser Soze would be a fantastic game master. The way he spins a tale out of just looking around a room and seeing things. And it's just, it kind of blows my mind the way he could do that so fast. I've got to train myself to do that more because I can come up with a game on short notice, but, you know, it's, it takes effort. It really does. It takes effort. And somebody who could look around a room and just come up with this, this tale, this, this, you know, he's being grilled by the cops and he basically puts him to shame by just looking around the room and looking at things and just making stuff up. And the weird part about it is it, it all hangs together. It all hangs together as a story. It's total BS, but it hangs together as a story. He doesn't contradict himself. He doesn't, you know, because he's, you know, the whole scene is he's in a, he's in a police station being grilled by a couple of cops. So it has to hang together. 
and his mind can think so fast and just start spouting stuff. See, this is my goal. This is my goal as a game master, as a storyteller, because you've got to be able to just... I love taking a bunch of words and putting them together into some kind of story. And that's just... That's my meat and potatoes right there. I do like the dice rolling. I love combat. I love watching people because combat is where the... It, that's where the the random element comes in. I mean, even in role playing, you're doing some some dice rolls. But most of it, you're doing combat, and how the combat goes can, or encounter, or whatever goes, can determine how the rest of the game is going to go. And so, I have to be. You have to be sensitive to that. A, a game master. This is the thing about a game master. This is what sets a game master apart from a regular player. Not saying that a regular player can't be a game master. But this is the thing that sets them apart, is the fact that they can take things that happen and use them immediately. Immediately, Well, maybe not immediately. You write it down, and when the time comes, you use them. But if something happens in a combat that you don't think should have gone that way, roll with it. Deal with it. What does it leave you? What do you have? What you have to think of is okay. The combat is over. They just trashed my bad guy. What does that leave me with? And so they get the main bad guy. They kill his minions, and they pick his pockets or whatever. You know, loot the bodies. Loot the bodies. That you could put a clue in one of the bodies. You know, like a, a piece of paper or something like that. That's when you start thinking like that. I'm looking around the room right now and seeing a bunch of stuff. You know, games, DVDs, Blu-rays, my printer, this computer, my tablet, my change jar over here, and thinking, what can I use here to to make a game? You know, just even just a one-shot, just something to do for a few hours. And I've got, let's see, I've got my copy of Gangbusters BX. I've got... I'm looking at my shelf here and looking at the books Isle of the Unknown, Vornheim, Index Card, RPG. You know, there's titles that stand out. I look over here and look at, oh, let's see, I've got my box sets of DVDs here. See, Peter Gunn, Red Green. Peter Gunn would fit well. What else? Laurel and Hardy. No, I don't want to do comedy. Um, let's see. Oh, Boris Karloff's Thriller. I could throw a little, ooh, horror thing. Okay, Boris Karloff Thriller, Twilight Zone's right next to it. Go over here. Look at my change jar. It's this plastic tub that Walmart or other other places sell, Walgreens. And it was originally, it had cotton candy in it. And it's one of those big, tall cars. And I'm thinking, Boris Karloff. I'm thinking Thriller. I'm thinking something spooky. I'm thinking Cotton Candy. I'm thinking of a carnival. A carnival. Something that happens in a carnival. This is, and this, if this is Gangbusters, this is sounding very film noir. I could probably throw something together for a couple, a couple of hours. I also see the goon role-playing game for Savage Worlds over there. So you have like goons, thugs, uh, you know, those kind of guys. And car carnies, carnies, carny workers. And so I'm thinking, okay, let's put some bad guys into there. Let's put something like uh, con men in there or 
I mean, you know, carnivals and carnivals, fairs, and circuses just attract the bad crowds. You've got some pickpockets in there. You got, and I could do something like the guy who runs the carnival. It moves, you know, it's it's a traveling carnival, but it only travels in a small area, maybe within the state. And this guy is like a kingpin of crime, and with within his carnival, and he can like work with the other guys. Maybe do that, and we're talking 1920s, so there's prohibition. You got the hooch. You can work that angle into it. So I've got the start of a good game. I've got a start of an excellent framework right there. Now all I have to do is flesh out some NPCs, think of some locations, and I'm off to the races. So that's that. It used, I'm going to call it the Kaiser Soze method. And like I said, I'm sorry if I did, I did a spoiler or two, but go watch the movie. It's a fantastic movie. But that's the kind of thing you've got to do. You just look around and go, hey, there's stuff around here. Why don't I just, it gets your brain to start. You know, I'm always saying that read whatever you can, watch whatever you can, but also keep your mind sensitive to this kind of stuff. So that's what I got today. I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything like that or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com is my email address, and you can drop me a voice, or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we're monetized, so as, as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program, and I would appreciate it. And thank you, Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Soares, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, and Dan Gregg, for supporting me. I appreciate it. And don't forget about Dan Gregg's podcast, The Young Grognard, Y-U-N-G, and Mark Wallring's The Yawning Owlbear Podcast. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. <laughs>